Righteous. 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 The EAC. Are you ready? Oh, so you're just going to keep all this shit. <laughs> so we have our uh, cold open. You're listening to Those Dram Yinzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm still Zach. Welcome to Those Dram Yinzers where we drink whiskey and talk about it. So we are live at the... First, First ever, ever, Elwood City Wine and Bourbon Walk. Woohoo! We're at the check-in. We're at the uh, the Masons are who are putting a whole event on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at their their lodge. That's where check-in is. Yep. This is where people can pick up their bottles once yes, they've sir. purchased. I'm sure if you've been following along on our social medias, uh, 14 different vendors here today. Seven distilleries. Excuse me. 13. One had to cancel. One of the one of the wineries had to cancel. So it's 13 vendors. Seven distilleries. Six wineries are here today, partnered with a business. If you watched our YouTube video of us at the Washington uh, Wine and, and Bourbon Walk, or mm-hmm. Bourbon Walk, uh, it's very similar to that setup. Every place is partnered with a business, and uh, so it's a just like double double way to support local. Yeah, it is, and it's mine and Tomas's hometown, so even better. But a good good number of people that we've seen come through too. Yeah, I think he said they were up to the the last half hour. One hundred pre-sold was one hundred and seventy some tickets, so not bad for first time. Yeah, and I feel like once the weather, once the uh, it's been kind of rainy today. Once the uh, weather starts to cooperate, I bet Mm -hmm. you know as people see people walking around and all the signs and everything, I bet they get a a bunch of. Yeah, you can buy tickets day today. Um, but you, when you, if you brought them pre-order, you saved five bucks. So today, pre-order was twenty-five. Today is thirty. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I'm watching them like do this whole thing, and it's like they've done this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, I know they well, do well, other events, but this is very, uh, you know, so far very well done. So the distilleries that are here, if you haven't been watching their socials, how dare you? MLH Distiller Distillery, Lawrenceville Distillery, Derailed Distillery, Grumpy Goat. Uh, I try Country Hammer Moonshine, 446, and Lucky Signs. I would like to get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> signs. I don't recognize, I mean, I know we don't, we're promoting, we've been doing all the promotion for this event. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are wineries here. We'll, we'll probably stop in later and say hi or whatnot. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't recognize any of these ones, but they're all local ones. They're Aventise, I'm pr- probably pronouncing that wrong, Bygone, Creekside, La Vignetta. Fitzgibbons Meadery. Ah, the Fitzgibbons. And um, Maza Vineyards are the wineries here. For a minute, I thought you said Mazel, and I was like, <laughs> please tell me that's their name. Please tell me it's Mazel Vineyards. <laughs> no, oh, my so, goodness. Um, I am begging somebody out there, if you have not started an alcohol-related anything and called it Mazel, please, <laughs> please do that. Uh, so the businesses that are involved uh, in town here in Elwood, uh, Conditions Mint, Marketplace on Main, Chive, Katie's Homestyle Bakery, Interior Concepts by Carrie, Habitual Glass Vape and Skate, odd combo there, New Dimension Comics, Crystal's Cakery, 
again, Johnny's Pizza is partnered with Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon's location is actually in downtown. Um, That's cool. But they brought in Johnny's Pizza, which is a local pizza shop, to sell food. During Can I just the event. say that Fitzgibbons is one of the most fun words I've ever said in my <laughs> entire life? Shades of Bronze Tanning Salon. Zach, Zach can get a tan while we're doing Shut this. Up, John. <laughs> Grandpa's, P A W S. Ah. Uh, Cigar Shop of Elwood, and Condell's Ceramics. You know, I gotta say, today I might have to get a pastry, a comic book, and a cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cigar shop's really nice. It's it's really it's really cool. So, I, it, I know like, like Applebee's and whatnot. Like wherever they're stationed, they always like have a bunch of like memorabilia from the local like high schools or if there's a college nearby, right? So the cigar shop he has football helmets from all the local like high schools. Oh, that's cool. Like that's rad. D- displayed all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool in there. And, and colleges. colleges, yeah. Not Westminster, though. Or did he have Westminster? Did he get a Westminster? All right. Yeah, so, cool. um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm Fitz super Gibbons. pumped. Fitzgibbons. Meadery. Fitzgibbons. Meadery. Mm-hmm. Mazel. Mm-hmm. But I want to thank the Mason's Lodge for allowing us to be part of this day and, mm-hmm. and helping with the promotion and everything. Um, always would wanted to do something in Elwood. Didn't think that the uh, interest would even be in there, but... I mean, 175 pre-sold tickets tells you, yes. <laughs> there hasn't not been someone at the table for the last 45 minutes. I, I mean, they were waiting outside before noon. They yeah. were wait, they, It's raining a little bit, mm. and they were waiting outside to get in. Yeah. So, good show. What I really like about this is something that the... Um, uh, when we had the Western PA Spirits Fest last year mm-hmm. down, at, down at Threadbare, um, they're doing something that they did there, and they are... Uh, doing a pickup of anything, any bottles or anything you buy while you're doing the walk, um, you pick them up here. That way you don't have to carry a bunch of bottles mm. around. Yep. So everyone has a wristband and the wristband has a number on it. So you give that number to the vendor. They put that number, they put a sticker with that number on it. And there's a bunch of uh, Mason members that are going around to all of them the whole day, grabbing bottles that people bought and bringing them up here and setting them up. So you don't have to carry everything with you. Right on. Which is kind of nice. Because that's what I was saying to to my dad earlier, uh, is um, if for some reason you bought a a bottle at every place, by the the last place you would have 13, 14 bottles, you're not going to want to carry all that. So that's really a really good uh, thought to to have beforehand. But also, speaking of dad, he's not here yet. He will be here later. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dad. (laughs) Zach has a really cool... Drink he wants to make him later. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. What do you think? I've been talking enough. I, I don't know. I'm ready to go walk around a bit. I know. I wanted to let, like, pretty much let everybody kind of um, check in first, which it's only quarter after 12 at this point. So I'm still hungry. Chill out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They had their pancake breakfast and they left everything out for us. So, uh, yeah. Tomas has got a, a personal AC coming off the wall there right onto him. He's he's super happy right now. <laughs> the lady was saying it's 4th Street to A Street technically, but like cuz the cigar shop and the cream and the, the ceramics oh, place is the last, yeah. Okay. And they're between 7th and 8th, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what I what I was thinking when I was looking at this, so we're on Crescent Avenue, so if you're from Elwood, you know that we're a couple blocks removed. I figured we walk down towards 4th, go down and then just 
you know. What is it? Edward Public what? Is it the library? That's the, that's the new, so the Mason Lodge, this is the old library. Right. Back when I was in like elementary school, middle school, there's a new library. When they built the new library, uh, they moved out of here to there. To set up in the new library next year, so check-ins at the start, mm-hmm. and people can just walk down. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll, uh, if any, you know, we're here, if anyone wanted to talk when they were checking in, everybody pretty much looks over here, goes, oh, and gets uh, scared. All right, so we're at stop number one. This is Conditions Mint. It's an antique shop. And MLH Distillery is here. So uh, uh, Forefathers, I think, is one of the ones that they, they produce. But, um, yeah, so there's a little bit of a line. So we're going to wait our turn, and then uh, we'll, we'll be back. It's extremely small batch. We only had six of them. Nice. Is that what this is? That's what this one is, yep. And that is the very last bottle of it that we have. So for me, I got a little bit of a bite on the very opening of it, and it's all flavor, the finish of it. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect it to be that smooth or strong. 116 yeah. fruit. It does not drink 116. No, it does drink 116. Yeah. And it has the mash bill on the, on the label and everything. But I, we do make a top shelf version of it as well. It's a cross and circle edition. It's finished in cognac. That one's going to be back in about five months or so. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's 90, 91 proof, I believe. Okay. So you have the bourbon, you have the, the, the rye. rye. And single malt's going to be as close as we have to a scotch as well. Yeah. Okay. Can I try the, uh, the the bourbon? Yeah. It's going to be a little bit more uh, spice forward flavor wise. Yeah. Interesting. I actually get more of a bite from the weed. Me too. Yeah. Well, it's also probably a cart to your regular bourbon. 96 proof. This one's 116. Yeah, Now, we did do a cask strength seven year version of this bourbon for Christmas time. There's only 80 of them. They were all numbered. Yeah. <laughs> And it was probably went pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. So we tried MLH. We tried their wheat, their experimental weeded bourbon, which is their own distillate. Mm-hmm. Their bourbon, their rye, and single their single. Yep. So thoughts. Thoughts. Okay. So um, my favorite that I had was the rye. Um, I thought it had. I know he said he didn't think it drank as sweet. I actually thought it had a sweeter note at the end at the, at the beginning before it hits you with the black pepper on the end mm-hmm. and i actually enjoyed it i was actually able to taste maybe like a little bit of blackberry in there and a couple other notes um to me it was the best one i thought because i was i thought it was the most like complex on the palate um god it's so pretentious um, <laughs> no you sound like you host a whiskey podcast well but i just i the, I, I liked that one for the price point of 40 bucks i actually would have purchased that one. Uh, the single malt. So I that, thought, that's a house. That's a house for me. Uh, single malt was pretty good. Um, not my favorite single malt that I've ever had, but it wasn't bad by any means. That one uh, at 45, I would say was a downtown. Um, just because again, um, it, was, it, was, it was a pretty solid single malt and was my second favorite of the ones that we had tried. But, um, but again, at $45 and um, versus other single malts that I've had, um, I would put that at a downtown. Uh, when it comes to the bourbon and the weeded whiskey, um, I don't like doing this. For me, both of those were just to throw it out. Um, because uh, the bourbon at $45, I've had better bourbon for less money. Um, and I honestly, I, I didn't think that bourbon had a whole lot going on to it. It felt, for me at least, it felt very kind of one note. And I don't know that I particularly enjoyed what that one note was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same thing with the wheat. Uh, the weeded was 60, and 
Uh, I've definitely had weeds that I've enjoyed much more for much less. For sure. Uh, and, and additionally, um, I, I there was some there were some tasting notes on the weeded for me, but but overall, what I was just getting was was weedy alcohol, um, mm-hmm. and and I, that wasn't particularly enjoyable for me. Um, so I just um, I, I wouldn't. Even if it was a lower price point, I, I just I just don't think I really cared for that one. I don't like saying that because, you know, these guys are working hard, and, and for somebody else, they may they may want to try it. And you know, I'm, I don't want to ever discourage anybody from, from trying something new. But for me personally, uh, the weeded and the bourbon were both throat outs. Uh, uh, single malt was a downtown, and the rye was a pass. I agree with you with the bourbon and the weeded. Um, bourbon was just it, nothing stuck out to me with it. Um, to to warrant a forty-five dollar price, even though it's not horrid, but um, the experimental weeded bourbon um, was it had more flavor, but like you said, it was kind of like just like grainy. Like I definitely got way more of like baking spices on it, which I attribute to the fact that it was one sixteen proof. It didn't drink like past the palate. It didn't drink like one sixteen, right. which I didn't hate. But um, out of everything, yeah, those two would be at the bottom. I particularly, I actually like the single malt better than the rye. Okay. Um, I've had better. The rye was good. I've had better rye. So, um, but I thought the single malt was good. I still would put that in a downtown because it is sourced. Mm-hmm. Not that that really should be an issue. Right. But... If I'm going to get a single malt and it's sourced, I might as well get it from. Right. You know what I mean? There's a quality control issue yeah. with that. You're never quite entirely sure, mm-hmm. you know, what the quality of the source is going to be. Yeah. So. so. But yeah. So right. I mean, but we had whiskey, so never a bad day. Yes. On to the next one. Onwards. So we are. You're probably going to hear him too because he's actually being loud for some reason. We are at Chive, which is hosting Lawrenceville Distilling, which is, as it says, is right in Lawrenceville, and they've actually asked us to come down and talk, so uh, we're going to try to get down there really soon, so we're going to reach out um, and, and do that. So let's see. So I love their stuff. We've, I've had some of their other things. I didn't introduce myself. Yes. I'm Zach. This is John. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm a sales rep. Perfect. Yeah. So he reached out to have what we do. I think he gave you the spiel. Yeah. But uh, because the whiskey came out, so he was like, yeah, i got to come down. we got to do a thing. And so i got to get him on the schedule. But, all right, well, obviously, we got to try the, the Back Creek. So talk to us about this. All right. So this is our Back Creek bourbon. It's our weeded bourbon. So it makes this more popular. It's made with seven different grains. Oh, wow. So seven grains. Barrels. So often those are going to be that nice and last Mm-hmm. So what makes this really nice is the longer it stays in the barrel, the sweeter it's going to get. So that you're getting that nice finality. I love that. The nose is so different than a lot of things we've had. I'm going to test you. Ready? What are the seven grains? It's a mixture of corn and just different beans. Okay. I guess it's had more. But it's 65% corn. Really, really like the nose. It's very good. 110 too. It's crazy because it's so like the dryness in the air. Yeah, I'm not expect. I was not ready for that. That's really different. Price point on the bourbon. 130. Because it is our premium item, we only get about 25 bottles per barrel. Oh wow. Oh okay. Okay, so. All right, so we just saw Lawrenceville. Lawrenceville Distilling, and we tried their weeded, and it was very good. 
I'm going to start off by saying that the, the, the molasses nose, the molasses the nose. nose was, was beautiful. It was it was it was a very weedy molasses nose. Um, obviously, molasses, you know, brown sugars and molasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was picking up especially on the brown sugar notes. So I really enjoyed the nose. The finish was much drier than I expected, um, but I still thought that it was. I still thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. However, for me. I, it's a one, it's priced at one thirty, and and that is that is premium, 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 premium. Which and it's small batch, small barrels, so they're not getting a lot out of it. Right, so, so I understand, I understand but, the pricing, but for me, I would have to be like, I would have to see heaven, yeah, to to pay one thirty. I don't spend one thirty on a lot of bottles, and so I I give it a. Definitely go down to the distillery and try it. It's worth having. It's worth drinking. So Dantan for me, but I, I would be hard pressed to buy it and keep it on my shelf. This is one that I would get while I was out. Yeah. And I'd be happy about getting it while I was out. But I couldn't. I could not justify the price point. So it's a downtown for me. Um, I will say real quick that the um, the, the parking chair. Vodka. vodka. Yeah. I know we're a whiskey distillery or a whiskey. Wow, a whiskey podcast. But it was dangerously. But good. My goodness, that that vodka. We better wrap this up. Special shout out. Christopher's walking down. So here. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. John, do your thing before you. No, go. I agree. I, it's a downtown. That's that's one thirty is just a little. That's a little much. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy the parking chair. It's, it was so smooth. I thought I was drinking water. Oh yeah, that is a hassle. Um, Especially twenty seven dollars. I wasn't a fan Jager. of the, the Jaeger Bush, but that's just because it's more of a piney gin. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. All right, so talk to us about Derail. So what we offer is we offer three basic mash bills. We offer our whiskeys, our moonshine, it's 100% corn, and our potato vodka. And then at the end there is our sip and cream vodka, I'll call it milkshake. We yeah. use, uh-huh. make the base, and then we add our moonshine to it afterwards. And then we flavor the hell out of everything. So <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we brought, I think, yeah, we didn't even bring everything today. I think we offer 10, ten, ten different whiskeys, but we just, you know, run out of tables. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You can only do so much. Yeah, over yeah. 25 flavors of regular shines, mm-hmm. usually at least eight, eight different flavors of cream. Nice. All right, so we have derailleur. Derail, that's our, that's our house whiskey, 80 proof, just okay. standard. Uh, then we use, like I said, we need that mash bill, and we will flavor uh, the different ones right there. We also have, we didn't bring, we have barrel proof at 118. Yeah, so yeah. Have to, so. But, yeah, so, and we also offer our corn whiskey, 100% corn, yeah. aged in barrel at least two years. All made in house. All made in house. Nice. So, so you got derailleur is your base. That's the base. So you got chain smoker. Chain smoker is new uh, as of this week. Chain smoker, pineapple. Yeah, as of yesterday. <laughs> the peanut butter and jelly and the kiwi uh, moonshine are all new as of this week. So what is what is this chain smoker then? I mean, I can take a giant guess, but did you really? It just smoked. <laughs> <laughs> oak. <laughs> so adding any like smoke flavoring to it, or you do smoke doing... flavoring and okay. oak chip? We do a two for one. Got gotcha. you. All right. Special. Yeah. And then box cut. Co- peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. Pineapple. Yeah. Maple. Maple. Fat boy lollipop. That's our cookie dough. <laughs> yeah. D- dessert whiskeys. Dessert whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go down the line? Oh, I may as well. Okay, let's go. All right. So let's we'll go down the line. The, we'll start off with the standards. <laughs> The proof derailleur. Actually, proof over there. What's the mash bill for the? Fifty-two corn, twenty-five barley. Rest is dry. I don't want to say pineapple, but there's like a 
Someone else said there was a citrus taste. There's a citrus yes. taste. He thought there was a little bit of an orange. I've never. I'm getting pineapple. Like an orange pineapple, like mint. Yeah. Well, if that has pineapple, this I'm is gonna be. That's real pineapple. That's like a, a pineapple mango. Yeah, like thing. I've never gotten this cherry. Before. And I don't know what to do. The land, correct? Yes. The land, yeah. The the train. I actually work there now too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so we love Valant. We, we, we haven't like, at least like, I haven't been to Valant since like, 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 like walk in sure. a We used to go when I was a kid all the time. We always hit walk up and down whatever Whatever shops with the bottom of the train for But every fall now we like to head out that way. Yeah, fall is usually the busiest time of the year for down there. So. You could have told me that that was it. If you blinded me with this, I would have said this, was, this is the flavor. Yeah, that's yeah. straight. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. What sorcery? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's just keep going. So. Let's keep going. So, like I said, this is the, our nearest one smoked. Um, so, we use smoked flavoring and the oak. This is the final. Um, no, I'm getting Weber Grill. <laughs> very smoked. Yeah. Barbecue smoke. Yeah. yeah. Yes, like yeah. a barbecue, barbecue sauce. Like, yeah. I get the smoke. My first thing was butterscotch. Like when I hear chain Ooh. smoker, I think way more. This is, this is really cool. Like heavy, yeah. right? Heavy. I almost like think it's a drink smoke. with this. You know what I mean? Like this is. I'm not trying to tell you. I would call this like barbecue whiskey. Or something. <laughs> you know, there is a barbecue whiskey out there, but that's what I would more more. It's there, but that is. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I just like opened up my the grill. Weber, my Weber. Yeah. Still stand by what I said. I get butterscotch. Mm -hmm. I, I never say you're wrong. Peanut butter. It's peanut butter. It's peanut butter. Like a yeah. toast. Yeah. 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 This that is that chocolate is peanut yeah. butter. That is chocolate peanut butter. This is, this is this roasted. Really good yes. Banana. Well, their standard bourbon was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. We, an interesting citrus note in the middle. Yes. That was just I've never had never had strong of a citrus. Yeah. And it was forty-five. So I thought the price point was maybe a little high. That was only three seventy-five too. Yeah. But it was so unique. I've never had anything like that before. Mm -hmm. That. Mm. I, I'm bouncing between a downtown and a house with that because I wouldn't mind having it at my house. Especially when people come over, I'd be like, you've never had anything like this, try this mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Um, so I, I think I'm, I'm just over the border into house. Okay. I, I would price it personally, I would think more around 35 yeah. for that. For a 375. Mm -hmm. For a 375. But, again, it was so unique that I would do that. Um, all the flavored ones were good, but they were mad sweet. Very I could not yes. finish anything larger than the pour he gave us, which yeah. is this big, except for the maple. The maple, I would carry that. I would keep that at my bar and use that in cocktails, yes. things like that. I think that maple I would use really that excellent. over Knob Creek maple, maple as, a, as a mixer. 100%. Yeah. Um, for me... Uh, Screwball Reign Supreme is a peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. Um, it was a roasted peanut, but that's yeah. not really what I'm looking for. So. Right. It was good. It was good, but it was also, I don't know how. Screwball has struck the balance between 
sweetness. It's like it's, 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 it's not right like balance. you can taste when they use flavorings. Yes, you can't. Yeah. Anyway, but all to say, um, everything else for me would be a downtown. Nothing was thrown at. Yeah. But I would encourage everyone, everyone, encourage everyone to try it before they buy it. Yeah. But if flavored whiskeys are your thing, then this place would be a gold mine. Because they also have moonshine. Yeah. And and um, Tater vodka. Tater vodka and the the creams like the, the sippers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moon, moonshine like moonshine. There's smoothies. too much there. We got more to do. Maybe we'll hit the moonshine when we back. But we right. What did, you, what did you think, buddy? I agree with you. Uh, the regular and the maple were my top two. I had to pick. Yeah, I, I'm with you on the price point. Um, I probably would spend it just to support local. But right. Yeah. Cool. So, Gucci. Next. You can't call it whiskey. <laughs> this is our sipping liquor. It okay. is fermented in the stone. Oats, brown sugar, and maple syrup. And I wish I had some ice here because if you sip it over ice, it totally changes it, the water really well. That cast opens it up. Tastes like a crumble on top of that Oh my god, I can see that. <laughs> That's a wonderful nut. Did you catch that? What do you say? It tastes like the crumble on a Dutch apple pie. Butter, brown syrup, or vanilla. So I heard you say you're out of Franklin? Yes. Okay. How long have you been... Uh, how long have I been making it? Yeah. How long have we been open? How long has Grumpy good been? Uh, we have been open since October 3rd of 2019. And I started making it the day after I got my federal license. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. The gentleman and the scholar. So what's your top seller? Um, <laughs> you had to pick one. What's your favorite seller? You know, it's at one point, as, as we come out with new ones, they kind of replace it. I mean, once we come out with something new, everybody goes from this to that. Yeah. It's, um, sippers, everybody likes the, uh, the breakfast liquor. I, I love the, the maple. I mean, you, you, you say it's in the thing. But like the maple tree. Well, and it, it's it's very surprising. The, the best way I found to sip it over ice with a thin slice of orange. That sounds fabulous. I can see how ice would really open that up and be super refreshing. Yeah. Well, and it's it actually changes the taste entirely. It opens sense. up the creaminess and the the earthiness of the oats. Well, I mean, that, I mean yeah, that's why maybe taste some whiskey to have you add a couple drops of water or, or something. That, that water is amazing. Can I try? I just want to do this back to back just to see if I can make it. Yeah, it's going to sound really awkward. Make it happen in my mouth. Can I try the apple pie? Four two. Because I had the crumble. Now let's have the filling. Apple pie? If you mix this with the apple pie, you have a Dutch apple pie in the glass. Have you, um, you like spice rum? Mm hmm. <laughs> He's just taking us on a journey. He did, yeah. Here, try this. Well, you are gonna. It's that's eighty proof, but you can actually sip it, and which is unusual for a raw. The secret is uh, to distill it extremely slow. It takes twenty four hours for us to distill a fifty five gallon mash of rum. 
Because if you look at it, it's just drip, 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 and we let go for yeah, yeah. chemistry becomes artistry right there. It goes good with coke. It goes even better with coke. <laughs> <laughs> you see that. This is a little bit of a cherry finish on this, and cherry is one of the strongest notes to get up there. So. Yes. You know, I'm going to get real specific. The cherry note yeah. is like what I expect the old cherry markers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. So we just had Grumpy Goat. Um, so there's no actual like whiskey. No. Technically. By, technically by the name, but he has distilled spirits. In, in this there. case, a whiskey by any other name would taste as sweet. So we had the breakfast liquor, L I K K E R. <laughs> um, Ooh. You had said it. I'm gonna let you give the notes on that because you said okay. it best. Okay. Had the breakfast liquor, um, and I'm not kidding when I say when I drank it, I was like, "This is the the crumble topping on a Dutch apple pie." And then they had an ap- apple pie liquor, moonshine liqueur thing. There's alcohol in it, and it tasted like an apple pie. So we went ahead and did a little chemistry. High school teachers would be so proud. <laughs> Um, where we mixed the breakfast liquor with the apple pie. I kid you not, there was a Dutch apple pie in the glass. Yep. Would recommend. Um, I mean, very sweet. I couldn't do a lot of it. That would be a, 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 a light pour with dessert. And I would definitely need a cup of black coffee next to it. But the darn it, it was good. And then we also got to try the, the rum. You had a spiced rum. Yeah, spiced rum. It was good. I will say, wasn't my favorite thing that we had there. For me, the spiced rum would be a downtown, whereas the the breakfast liquor and the apple pie would be a hass. I'd keep both of those in my hass, mm-hmm. and then I would always mix the two and just have yes. the Dutch apple pie cocktails. I would day. actually probably get those, get an empty bottle from something, clean it out properly, and just automatically dump them together. Exactly. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yep. Um, brown sugar rum on the glass, you're done. Yep. little ice. So again, not whiskey oh. per se, more flavored moonshine. It was like oats, maple syrup, and stuff like that is what his mouthfeel yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, for the breakfast liquor. But very well done. The maple like, note on that was perfect. Yep. Um, I agree with you with the mixing. So, yeah. And then the kicker for this guy was we had um, the limoncello. I was a little worried because, you know, I've had limoncello, like Italian limoncello. And that's like the OG. That's yep. as good as it gets. So I was thinking to myself, all right, all right, Lemoncello from a small distiller, what do you got for me? Damn it, that was the best Lemoncello I've had outside of Italy. So yep. I, I, I really enjoyed good. it. Um, you do, it, it, yeah. We had it room temp, so we didn't have it the way you should enjoy Lemoncello, but if you have that over ice, you put a little like seltzer water in there with that, you'd have a great Lemoncello spritz. Um, so the Lemoncello for me was also a hassle. So we had like... Three houses and a downtown, so not a bad stop at all. Yeah. Rumpy good. Check it out. Move next. So, uh, you obviously know we're 446 out of Sharpsburg. Yeah. We have our four gins, two whiskeys, two rums, and a vodka. The gins, yeah, so the gins, number one, we don't distill them one last time, which is why they're colorful and hazy. Takes on a lot of body and flavor, but also allows us to stand apart from others. Um, we also back off the juniper, so it's not a punchy in your face type of gin. Um, it's not like drinking a Christmas tree, which a lot of people appreciate or don't appreciate. Uh, we start with our American Dry Gin. It's going to be the closest thing to a gin that you would expect. 
We then take that recipe and we put a whole bunch of clementine zest in with the other botanicals. That's our biggest seller, very citrus forward, very easy to drink. Then I have two tea infused gins. I have a green tea infused gin. And then I have a Thai spice coconut chai tea infused gin. But you have to like chai, the chai really comes through. Love chai. Vodka, self-explanatory. I have two whiskeys. We have a Canadian whiskey we brought in while ours is aging. It's 27 years old, very smooth, but it's unmistakably Canadian with a blended aroma and blended taste. Then we have our first grain of glass whiskey. It's only nine months old. I wanted to bring it out for the holidays last year, so we kind of released it a little early. Uh, it's bottled at 95 proof. Um, between those two numbers, 95 proof and uh, only nine months old, there's very little burn to it. A lot of characteristics, though. All those flavors stand out to you. Um, over time, of course, they would blend together with aging, yeah. but very distinctive flavors in there. What size barrels are you using? 20, 20, 20 gallon. Gotcha. Yep. And then we have our two rums, a spiced and a white. Uh, we use uh, panela sugar for our rums. Uh, most rums you've had, as you know, are made from molasses. Uh, we use panela sugar, so it gives a little bit of a different finish. Because panela sugar is one of the first refining periods when they cut down a sugar cane, it actually has a very vegetal finish to it. I call it almost like a tequila finish, if you can think of it that way. Where, where would you like to sample? I feel like we got to start with the... Whiskey. I think we had the Canadian last year. I feel like we did. I, I will. I would like to revisit it. Yes. No, that's fine. I'm just yeah. saying. I remember you coming over to the table. And saying, can we yeah. start with the Canadian since we've, since we've done that before and then get in to what I'm very excited about? Yes. It is 27 years old, so it's going to be smooth. Right. It still has those rye overtones. Obviously, the rye and wheat from Canada. Mm-hmm. It's going to be your normal Nashville. And then we're going to move on to the next one. That's pretty good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all day. Unfortunately. Thank you, guys. That's the one's only nine months. This is only nine months, and it's bottled at 95 proof. And again, very young, a lot of characteristics, a lot of depth to it. Uh, but I would put that up against any other young whiskey out there. Cheers, I mean, for nine months old, and 95 proof? Months, it's got the classic, as I call it, the Pittsburgh, yeah. like, Multi-note to it. Yeah. That a lot of ways. Mmm. Is it? It's in a barrel or? Yep. It's actually a single barrel. We could call it a single barrel. Yeah. Yep. That's not bad, right? It's, I agree. It's not bad for nine months. So do you guys have barrels right now that are currently aging longer? We do. We have one out there aging a little longer, and then we have another whiskey uh, that we're going to release. This will eventually be our standard everyday yeah. One of our standard everyday whiskeys. Right. Um, and then we haven't even started our bourbon program yet. Okay. But yeah. Yep. So what what age statement are you guys hoping to eventually? Do you have like a, a goal for how long you'd like to eventually age this whiskey out for? Is like your kind of your standard? At some point in the future, I would like to have nothing under two years to sell. Yeah. And then obviously longer. But sure. I mean, I think two years is a solid. But even I mean, you're doing profile. smaller barrels, so like. Yeah, our, even less than that in a smaller barrel is equivalent to, to a little longer, longer in a bigger barrel. Yeah, for sure. No, yep. this is very good. I was just curious. Yep. You, yep. Thank you. I could, I'm you could fool me this for two years. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very distinctive. You get all that oak, all that vanilla. It's like, again, as I said earlier, the, the longer it ages, all those flavors marry together. Do we pour the... Do you want to start with the bourbon or the well, we don't pour. We have to I know. You know what? We're in his house. The proverbial... Well, we're actually in a cigar shop. This is how far possible. We're going to start bourbon around. <laughs> I, I would say... 
Start with the bourbon. Okay. Because it's a little bit sweeter. Okay. It's so our bourbon, you know, it, MGP, is 21% rye, uh, 70% corn, the rest of malted barley. So this is super smooth. At the very end, you're going to get a little bit of pepperiness from the rye. It's just a little, it's just very, very rich. And that's kind of what we were going for. I've never heard somebody describe the whiskey as rich and not exciting. That's because it's, it's not watery. You want a lot of flavor in it. Being 90 proof instead of 80 proof kind of gives you that extra mouthfeel. So, and the reason why we do 90 proof versus 80 is that we want something that if you put it in a cocktail, because you're going to do that anyhow, it's going to stand up. So you're actually going to taste the flavor of the spirit in it. At 80 proof, you may or may not. I, I love that you, I don't know if this was on purpose or what, but I love that you reversed the color. Because rye, when you see rye, it's a the green. But their rye is the, the orange, amber, and their bourbon is the, I love, I don't know, again, you did that on purpose, well done. If not, good accident. <laughs> Happy accident. Happy accident. It gets a gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a gorgeous. All right, so our rye and we do this on purpose again, is a 51% rye. Most ryes out there are like super high ryes, 90% or above. Being a 51% rye makes it so that it's a little bit easier to sip on. Yeah, it still has that rye authority, that rye taste, that bite, pepperiness. But if you, you can drink that. You know, sip on it, you can put it on ice. It's easy enough to drink. But it still works in a cocktail. You still get a lot of that flavor. We, we wanted stuff, we refer to them as utility. We want something that has a lot of utility, so a lot of people will drink it. Um, that version of the bourbon, that version of the rye, of all the things we tried, those are the things that we like to put back that had the most utility. We do the most with um, When you do like a weeded bourbon, totally awesome, but weeded bourbons tend to die in a cocktail. They just don't have the strength. And then with the high rye bur- or high rye rise, it's just too strong for sipping on. Right. You put it over ice. You have to let the ice melt. You gotta yeah. add some water. So we wanted something you can just easily. It's very approachable, as they say. Yeah. It is very approachable, mm-hmm. but it's very good. But I like that you have that in mind when you were picking this. Like, we want this to be versatile. You're not just like, I just want to make something for the, the meat whiskey drinkers, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's intentional, Aaron, it's Aaron, intentional design. Aaron yeah. had a post on Instagram the other day about, like, I wish everything was cash strength, because then you could just, you know, um, people can drink it however they can. If they like it that high, it's good. If they want to add some water to put it down, they can. If they want to put it in a drink, they can. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm honestly, if... If I could control that, I would. I would make everything cast strength because, like Aaron said, it gives you the most utility. Plus, if you look at the chemistry of whiskey, there's a lot of chemicals that are volatile, but they actually will um, adhere to the alcohol molecule. But if you get below a certain alcohol percentage, they actually go away. Um, a lot of phenolic flavors will go away if it's too low of ABV. Mm. They'll just boil off by themselves, evaporate off. Oh, this, is mm-hmm. this is so interesting. This mm-hmm. is so cool. All right, I'm going to make a statement. Um, best table of the night. 
Well, that I knew that one. But no, uh, that's not whiskey mix. That's whiskey I've been Okay, so we just finished with Lucky Sign. And your thoughts? Uh, Lucky Sign was the highlight for me. In my opinion, we finished with the. Uh, I got it. Best for last. Best whiskey of the day. Best uh, cocktail of the mm -hmm. day. Oh yeah, um, Aquavit Lemoncello mix. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, grown up Sprite. Mm-hmm. Just love what they're doing. Um, had a really great conversation with Christian. Uh, so so I, I feel like we just ended on a high note. But overall thoughts, um, really impressed with this first uh, bourbon wine mm -hmm. festival. Really Walk. well run. Uh, from Elwood City, mm -hmm. um, can't can't wait to see what they do next year. Yeah, um, I mean they hit they, they did so many things right this year that I feel like the only way to go from here is up. Yep. Um, like, because if this is the baseline, you're already starting off in a good place, and if you add more to it, you're it's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. um, so really excited to see what they do next year, and excited. I hope you know, hoping we can be a part of it. Uh, I agree. You know what this should be? This should be a wine, bourbon, and coffee walk. Oh, yeah. Because the one thing that sorely needed was caffeine. Wine, wine, bourbon, and nap. Just hammocks lining the street all the way down. Yeah, like it's all day. Like all, all day. 12 to 8. That way you can take naps. <sighs> Man, 12 to 8. We could not record that entire time. I'm burnt. I'm bushed from four hours. We would have. Listen, if, if it was 12 to 8, we would have timed it yeah. differently. You know? True that. Gone out, gone a couple, come back, relaxed, ate. 20 minute power nap energy drink go out get a couple more mm. 20 minute power nap energy drink like I'm ready I'm ready to fall asleep on my mic they're so soft mm -hmm. it's like a pillow so pretty <laughs> in all seriousness though, that was great it was a lot of fun uh, first first time first event something on this this magnitude mm -hmm. right? kudos to Elwood City well, and to the Mason's Lodge mm -hmm. well well thought out yeah well organized yep didn't really hear any like complaints from anyone walking around. Everyone was nope. really happy with how everything was set up. If this is um, the baseline, they're only going to get better from here because the baseline was already so good. Uh, I know uh, one of the ones we talked to, one of the wineries we talked to, Bygone, uh, actually uh, ran out of bottles and serving cups that he brought with him because he yeah. didn't expect. His wife had to bring more bottles in for him to sell. Yeah, yeah. So. All good things. But distilleries were great. The only one we didn't get to was Country Hammer because we had to it just play for time along. a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm seeing Country Hammer. That's the, the You see them over there. They got the, the <laughs> little minis. Yeah. Right? And uh, I've been seeing a lot of bags of those mm -hmm. with people walking around. So oh, people yeah. are definitely enjoying them. Where are you um, seeing the minis? Right there on the table. Next to you got the Grumpy Goat Lemoncello. This, oh, the, those the little guys. Yeah. Those little jam jars. Yeah. Okay. That's country. Yeah, they sell them in those ones, too. Oh, cool. Right on. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, very but, yeah. cool. Really, really, uh, <laughs> just really well done. Yeah. Really well done. I, I can't say that enough. Mm -hmm. um, other very than the fact that somebody stole our shirt that was laying out. Yeah, whoever that was. That wasn't, that wasn't cool. It was not your fault this time, Tomas. But anyway. Could have left us a 20 on the table. All right, least. so... We, I think we said it on the vlog, but for for this case, this purpose, favorite of the day. Uh, favorite of the day for me was uh, Lucky Sign overall. Um, they had my favorite whiskey, and they had my favorite um, 
uh, liqueur combo of their aquavit <laughs> and their dry limoncello. Uh, that was a grown-up Sprite. Uh, you, you pour that over some ice and you throw a sprig of uh, rosemary or mint mm-hmm. in with that guy and you've, you've got your summer drink right there. For sure. Um, but the bourbon and the, and the rye from them was great. Um, really well thought out. They made it for people who both enjoy drinking whiskey neat or on the rocks mm-hmm. and also people who just prefer their whiskey in some form of a cocktail. Um, strong enough that it can be enjoyed alone. Not so strong that it overpowers the cocktail but not so weak that you can't taste it in the cocktail. So I appreciated their rationale, their thought process behind all that. Um, so they were definitely my highlight for the night. But I also just want to give a shout-out to everybody else because, uh, I mean, everyone did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed my time, our time with uh, Grumpy Goat. Um, the guy was funny here. He was funny. Um, some really great, uh, great flavored, I don't know what you'd call them, not liqueurs. Liquors. Liquors. Uh, so, so they, were, they were probably my second favorite of the evening in terms of the mm-hmm. cocktails. Um, so, but, uh, but all in all, just a really great experience. But yeah, Lucky Sign for me was a highlight. How about you, John? <clears throat> I do like Lucky Sign. I feel like they're on their own pedestal yeah. compared to, the, you know, some of the other ones, um, because they do, I don't, I don't want to say produce because they, they do source. I mean, they're, they're up front with it. Their bourbon and rye is sourced from MGP. But when we're just looking at like all these other ones that I've never heard of before, I think my my favorite has to go not favorite most surprising I'll pick is derailed whiskey. That was quite good. Yeah. That was quite the, good. Yeah. the crazy special weird, mention honorable mention. Uh note that I got out of that. Yeah. Uh that citrus note just like yeah. threw me. So I've never had that in a whiskey that prominent. That was unique. You know, and uh, I think that would be that would probably be my my standout favorite. Mm. Yeah. Nice man. I did enjoy MLH's uh, single malt. Yeah, and I enjoyed but, their uh, their rye. But uh, no, I, I think I'd have to give it to uh, Derailed. Yeah, that that was. I have never had a whiskey like that before. So they definitely get a unique flavor in a whiskey award for me. And if you had told me that that was just whiskey in a blind, mm-hmm. I would have been like, no way. That's that's got flavor. That's got that's got some sort of flavoring in it. No, that's just mm-hmm. whiskey. And that's it's impressive that they got that kind of flavor out of just whiskey. Yeah. And it's the base for the rest of their flavored whiskeys, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't try it in the wineries. We stopped right. in a couple to say hi right. and say thank you for coming. And if we didn't get to get in to say hi to you, uh, uh, we apologize. Time, time crunch, but we want to thank everybody who came this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Only All the feedback we asked of uh, participants, you know. Was good. Was good. Everyone seems to have enjoyed themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I haven't heard any complaints from anyone we've talked to or listened to um, as we walked along with a lot of the same people, surprisingly. But uh, yeah. the only thing I have is more food. More food. Food trucks. I mean, there's food businesses in town, but I think a couple more food trucks. They had one, yeah. but I think a couple more if would there be was a good like idea. At the halfway point, if there was a big parking lot that there was the food trucks that was parked in, you could do it behind that like chiropractor, a, yeah, yeah, for sure. Just because on kind of like a the yeah, building, yeah, a halfway like call it the refuel station or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone did a great job. I also enjoyed. Um, what about them? Sorry, I enjoyed what they offered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought they were solid. Yeah, I love the names of their plate. Their their the names were. Mm-hmm. They got the standout for vodka. Yeah, because it was the parking, water. The parking chair vodka. It was water. It was. It was scary. Dangerous smooth. You, yeah. You would die before you realized you were drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or drinking alcohol mm-hmm. on that. 
uh, that is my new that that that's gonna be my new like always standard on the vodka. Vodka. Yeah, probably mine too. Yeah. I cool. Don't know. But I, I do apologize, to everybody. John and I are feeling it. Feeling it. We're, we're not, so tired. Not, not we're drunk, so just tired. tired. It's the the fact of the, the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is we are both uh, closer to middle age. I'm here to admit. I'm ready. I'm ready for a nap. Uh, I need a nap and I need a heating pad for my back. Do you have heated seats in your car? Sure do, buddy. There you go. Turn those on, man. You better believe it, bro. <laughs> that is going to happen. All right, well, I think um, I think that's that's pretty much it. That's so, it for Pitt. Um, the only thing left to say is Zachary Sir. Cheers to you. John, my brother. Cheers to you. And cheers, cheers to the ends. ends.